It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. If this sounds like a creepy funhouse of death, it's because it is. Yeah, pretty much. If you've ever been to a Chuck E. Cheese and you felt threatened by the animatronics, you're not alone. No, because Uh, they were able to make a whole movie about it. Yeah, obviously the makers here had some real harsh feelings toward Chuck E. Cheese or the jungle. Do they have animatronics at the jungle? No. No, that's just like a big-ass jungle gym? Big-ass indoors playground? Yeah. Okay. I I was never really a jungle kid. This is for sure a um, play on Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, because do you remember Chuck E. Cheese yes. and the rest of the animatronics? Yes, I used to get scared of them. Because I only remember Chuck E. Cheese. That's it. Oh, uh, there was Chuck E. Mm-hmm. Chuck, because uh, E Chuck was his e. Uh, middle initial, yeah. You know what the E, you know what his middle name is? What? Entertainment. Chuck Entertainment Cheese? Yeah, Entertainment is his middle name. Really? Yeah. I feel like they could have thought that out a little bit more. <laughs> I'm not satisfied. And if I was a kid and someone told me, "Oh, his middle name is this big word." Well, and fuck also you. I've heard I've heard that the reason why you celebrate your birthday at Chuck E. Cheese was cuz he never got to celebrate his birthday. So he celebrates birthdays with all the kids. So, is this a deep conspiracy theory? No, this is like the This Chuck- is a real thing. This is like the Chuck E. Cheese story. Really? Yeah. And was the owner of Chuck E. Cheese was in was it an actual Chuck or was it a guy named Charles? No, man, this is just a story about a so the mouse actually the mouse has never a back- got to celebrate oh, his birthday. Yeah, of course. Every character does. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't realize. I thought it was just like a mascot for this play place. It, everything needs a backup. You think a kid would actually question, hey, where are you from? Why are you big and not like a small mouse? You, you'd think that they just... Do you think kids really thought Chuck E. Cheese was a real entity? Some kids did. Fuck, dude. That's terrifying. That's I why they got so kid. scared when he came around at the parties. Yeah. I mean, like, stay on stage. I'm trying to eat pizza. Gross pizza. Yeah, it seems like it's old pizza, cold pizza. Um, Mold pizza. Honestly, I don't think that any Chuck E. Cheese is hygienic. And I haven't been in a while. I would agree. I've been in one in the last couple of years because I have a niece and nephew, but yeah. Imagine how dirty a ball pit is. Really. We we live... (laughs) Nowadays, Great sentence. everything. Great sentence. What? Imagine how dirty a ball pit. Oh, that's yeah. That's kind Great of Great sentence. Uh, yeah, out of context. That's welcome, of, welcome, welcome. Hey, welcome to another episode of ICBTB podcast, also known as It Can't Be That Bad podcast. Um, baddies, what's up? Welcome again. If you just listened to our highly relevant episode earlier this week, thank you very much, and thank you for returning for our movie episode. Thank you. Because at the end of the day, this is a movie podcast. Movies. And every single time I point at Alejandro, he will scream a random word. <coughs> That's not a random word. That's disgusting. Sorry, I misunderstood. Honestly, your mic is kind of fucked up now because you've done so much shit and burping into it. I didn't burp into it. I was looking at the camera. We can check the film. Gas spreads, dude. It's not linear. Gas. That Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> I see you trying to argue with me. And you're but like, you're right. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Actually... You're right. Thank you very much. It's very uh, scarce that you actually just say those two words. You know, it's not the first time I've been wrong, but I tell you what. What? It is the last time. Uh, (laughs) We watched a film called... 
Willy's Wonderland. Wonderland. We both had to look at the screen because it's such a bonkers name, and we it's hard to remember it. I get it confused because it's two W's. I always think it's uh, Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> I think we're literally the only two people on Earth that mix up this movie and Wonder Woman 84. I was like, where's Gal Gadot? Yeah, I, I miss her. Where's Chris Pine? Uh, I miss him. Where's... Those are the only two Pedro actors. Pedro Pascal. I miss him, Where's too. Where's Kirsten Wiig? And those are really the only four notable actors, I think, from that movie. Um, right? No. Name one more. Jodie Foster. Stop. <laughs> no Jodie Foster. And no. Fuck. Why did I have to think about that? I'm upset. Um, but we do have a big hitter in this movie. And his name, my friend, is Nicholas Cage. Cage. Or as he's known around the block, Nick, Nick Cage. Cage. That's right. Um, I like how we, you like were nervous. You weren't sure that's where I was going to go with it, but with you, dude, you got it. With you, it's it's always a wild card. Ain't it always? That's literally what I just said. It's always a wild card. Um, I got a synopsis coming at you. Here. Right at you. Uh, actually, I have like a whole itty bitty nitty gritty. If that pleases the court, you could have. You could do it all, man. Just I, like every episode. What? How, how much you do it then? You want me to? Sometimes. Once in a blue moon, you let me do the nitty bitty. Let me nitty, check the itty, moon itty, chart gritty. on my Apple Watch. Is there actually a, a a moon chart on there? Yeah, it's a waxing crescent tonight. Okay. Why cool. don't you do it? All right. All right. If it pleases the court, I actually don't give a fuck. I'm going to do it anyway. It uh, does please the court, so continue. We watched, we watched a movie <laughs> called Willy's Wonderland, uh, which just came out. It's, it's uh, fresh off the boat. Honestly, uh, oh... Uh, not even a week old. No, six days uh, from when we're recording this. It was uh, made in 2021. It's a horror thriller, and it has a runtime of one hour and 29 minutes. Or? Or 89 minutes for you people that can't really do the math. 89. But we don't like to assume. Um, all right, I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> do the synopsis. 89, hang on, time out. 89 is actually more heterosexual than 69. Um, What would the number eight really mean in terms of uh, eight is the girl i guess so yeah yeah she's like voluptuous because like a 69 is actually kind of eight. like a gay position it doesn't have to be it could be whatever right yeah yeah do you want to talk about the number 69 no yeah. my mother listens to this episode yeah sorry heidi sorry mom <laughs> all right synapses coming right at you <laughs> right at you are you sad that i'm doing this you're well, the one that just said like I you do did it. both parts i got nothing oh, to do now i fucking forgot <laughs> Hi. Hi. This is the synopsis. Oh, shit. What? Hi, this is the synopsis <laughs> is how it starts? Dude, I don't really do this. This is the most bonkers synopsis ever. When his car breaks down, a quiet loner agrees to clean an abandoned family fun center in exchange for repairs. He soon finds himself waging war against possessed animatronic mascots while trapped inside Willy's Wonderland. Uh, this movie was released on February 12th, 2021. Ooh. The director is Kevin Lewis, and it has a budget of $5 million. Do you want to guess the box office? I don't have the number. You're going to guess it, and we'll I think find on, out later. Check Wikipedia. I think I have another pay, page open on the Wikipedia page. It should be there. With a movie this fresh, are they going to have like an accurate... Not. I don't know how accurate it would be, but it, there should have a box office recoup. I, I think... 
And it's available like on all streaming services. I rented it personally on Amazon Prime. I rented it from Apple. Um, yes, twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah. It's it's because it's this is the release. The yes. release was on streaming because there are no movie theaters. It was a limited movie theater release. Yeah, so wherever there are movie theaters open, they're probably playing Texas. this movie. Yeah, Nick Cage is probably all over Texas right now. Um, I think this movie made at least at least ninety thousand dollars. Ninety thousand dollars. Let's. If they're see. doing twenty bucks a pop, how much did I say? Um, was the budget sixty mil? I have to take a look at it again. Here, use your computer. I don't know. How to, I don't know how to do this stuff. Well, where are you? I have no clue. I was just clicking on stuff. You told me Wikipedia. I clicked on two things. Whoa, that man is inside of that other man. Stop. Okay. Stop. <laughs> you disgusting human. Uh, Christian, this movie had a budget of five million dollars. Wow, I was way off. Would yeah, you like to guess the box million. office? Okay, I'm going to think uh, $100,000. $107,000, 145 You think it's going to make its money back? I don't know if movies are going to make their money back on just straight-to-VOD release. It's tough, especially if they're charging 20 bucks a pop and I don't even get to own it. Yeah, dude, you know $20. What I, mean? if- I could have waited I could have waited a month, yeah. paid an $8 rental and been just as happy, mm-hmm. or paid $20 and owned it. Like, it is a hefty price, and I wanted to pay it because I know that this is just an independent film, and I will say, they need the money. I will say worth it, though. Yeah. Like, if I would have paid $20 for a movie ticket, I wouldn't have been, like... My twenty dollars is right on the film. Yeah, like yeah. you can see it on the screen, and you could watch this with other people too. It, it's a fun watch. You can it's make a fun movie. Make fun of the movie. It's, it's a Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, that's basically what it is. And if you're not familiar with that, that's like an old computer game that has like these scary fucking mascots. They are legitimately are they, they're animatronics too. Yeah, animatronics. Yeah. I keep calling animatronics mascots because that's they're just moving mascots, right? Mm, they're robotic mascots. There we go. I'll take that. Um, but yeah, this movie was fucking crazy. You just, uh, you recommended this to me two, three days ago. When it dropped, I saw the commercial on Instagram. Yeah. And immediately I knew it was going to be crazy. And I didn't really know what we were getting into. So when I sent it to you and you said you were down, I was like, all right, I, I mean, I'm in it for Nick Cage. I'm in it cause it's a, it's a hot new IP. Like I'm, I'm all about it. Yeah. There's a cult following for sure for modern day nick cage and this movie will have a cold fall because it's fun i have a feeling we'll see some of these actors a little bit more yes we already know one of them is in a fairly big name film that we'll get into in a second yeah um but i have a feeling this is going to be a fun film to kind of go back to and be like hey remember when we first met so and so but okay we'll get into it let's just get into the movie and we have a lot to talk about Movie opens with, um, well, two people being murdered, getting the shit murdered out of them. Yeah. Like any good scary film. Um, But the movie really opens with Nick Cage driving his beautiful, like, 2020 Camaro Mm -hmm. uh, and pops all four tires. Yeah. Yes. Tow truck pulls up and says, hey, uh, we can take care of this. Takes him to the car shop. Of course, it's going to be a bunch of money, and he's he needs him to pay it in cash right away. And something already feels sketch. There's an ATM at this car shop, but it's beat down, and they can't get he can't get any cash from this ATM. And the reasoning was kind of sketch too. The reasoning was like, oh, we don't really have internet out here, so none of the ATMs work. Yeah, cash only. And I was but, and it's a thousand bucks that he's charging. No one's holding a thousand bucks in cash. But if uh, if you're willing to work it off, yeah. I got I know a guy who who can give you a job for the night. And, then you can pay it off. And so Nicolas Cage, who is this loner, slated as the janitor, um, he meets this dude named Tex who owns Willy's Wonderland, which is basically the scariest fuck Chuck E. Cheese. Tex McAdoo. Tex McAdoo. What a silly name. And he has a, the fakest mustache. 
that I've ever seen. I didn't realize it was fake until the flashbacks. The flashbacks, those were even faker. Yes, and then like, and then I, of course, it's a fake mustache, but like, I didn't realize it was a fake mustache until the flashbacks. And then when we see him again at the end of the movie, I was like. Oh, he's still wearing a fake mustache. Like, yeah, he didn't have the decency to grow it up. It doesn't, it's not even that thick of a mustache. Dude, two weeks, unless this guy really just can't grow a mustache. You know, I don't blame him. Oh. I think if you're an actor, the s- speed of facial hair shouldn't limit the roles you get. Do you think that that's actually happened though? Like, if, like, do you think that's somewhere when you're in the hiring process? Like, can you grow a beard within three months? Because we have to shoot in three months. Um, I do know actors who have that on their resume of like uh, can grow facial hair in three months or three weeks. You should just get a derma roller and put it on your upper lip. You yeah. got one in the bathroom, don't you? Uh, yeah, but it's I mean it's old. You don't want to use that shit. Oh, I'll lick it clean. Here, I'll just give you some of my chest hair. You can put it on your upper lip. I have some of my own chest hair. Thank you very much. How many? Six. Hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm being so mean. I'm being so mean. So Nicolas Cage gets tasked to clean Willie's Wonderland for one night. Mm -hmm. And if he does, he gets his car back ready to go. Yeah. That scares me already. The fact that Nick Cage is like, yeah, I'll do it. Nick Cage. So cool. So cool. But we know nothing about his character. He says literally. Zero. Zero lines. Zip nada. But his facial expressions. Doesn't even make sense. He, he grunts maybe three times. No, he dances. That's the most expression we get from him is when he's dancing. Best part of the film. Best I, scene of the film is That whole, the breaks are my favorite part of the whole scene. Yeah. The whole movie. Anyways, so he's tasked and the guy gives him his rules, of course. He's like, hey, this is the Willy's Wonderland. I need you to mop the floors, clean the windows. Uh, here's a staff shirt for you. Here's a stack of them. You know, like, go ahead and, but don't forget to take breaks, which was like a weird caveat. They he they made it a point to put a lot of emphasis on hey don't forget to take your breaks and sure enough Nicholas Nick- Cage follows the directions to the T every single time a great worker even after he like dirties the floor which we'll get to he cleans up right after himself whatever Nicholas Cage's whatever his character's actual job is in this movie like be, you think he's because his work ethic is Incredible. impeccable hired in a heartbeat. This guy, but he wasn't hired for his work ethic. He was hired because he he needed it. But he was able, but he was a man of his word. Mm-hmm. That was the one thing I noticed was like, you know, why he kept taking those breaks was because Tex told him to. Yeah, and like he he is he's gonna finish this. He's gonna stay here all night. He's gonna clean this building. And he's gonna do it to the best of his ability. And that is what makes him a hero. He is legitimately a good guy, a great worker. Does not harm anyone that is not an animatronic. Right? Does and and in fact stops live Liz live 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 from attacking one of the animatronics in mm-hmm. cold blood. Yes, and uh, we'll get into because he's only there and so he only fights in self defense. That's what it is. It's such an I like Nicolas Cage. I I miss him and I want him to be in more movies. Better fighting than Nicolas Cage in jujitsu. Oh, yeah, this? Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Uh, the janitor versus jujitsu Nick Cage? Uh-huh. Who wins? Um, the janitor. The janitor, for sure. Jiu-Jitsu Nick Cage was just kind of like sloppy and old. Really good, really talented. I mean, he was able to fend off some aliens. But this guy, his his fighting, his combat was just efficient. That's... John Wick-esque. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at the same time that he has to spend the night in this building, there's these group of kids who decide that they are going to take it upon themselves to burn down this gate to hell yeah 
We have um, the main the main girl, the main actress. Her name is Emily uh, Tosta. To- <laughs> I wrote in my notes, <laughs> um, and they auto corrected to Tostitos. Uh, Emily <laughs> Tostitos, uh, but she plays Liv, and <laughs> she's very pretty. And I feel like there's potential with her. She has like quite a large following on Instagram. The only thing I didn't like was that she got in the car with Nick Cage at the end. Spoilers. You didn't like that? I he's too old for her. Do you think that's a romantic thing? I don't think it was a romantic thing going on. Only because the song was Freebird, and and in the line in the lyric that was playing right before he got in the car was like, "If I stay here with you, it's gonna ruin my life." So then she gets in the car with him. I saw it as more life. of like a paternal thing because Nicolas Cage is like fifty five. I yeah, I guess this a, girl's like twenty. I also oh, well, let, let, I don't see Nicolas Cage as like a sexual being in this film. No, no. right. I didn't see it as like her like oh now I'm in love with him, but I did see it as like a weird like. She doesn't even know this guy. Why would you? It's the same feeling I got. What? From when Mila Kunis suddenly learned all of Book of Eli's secrets. It's like, oh, when did Eli teach you all of this stuff? That part confused you. And that was your least favorite part of the movie? I didn't like Book of Eli. You know, it's odd that that you're questioning this part of the movie when the re- when the first hour, an hour and a half. It took me an hour and 15 minutes to get to a part where I'm like, I don't believe it. Really? No, really? I mean, of course the whole movie was bonkers, but that honestly, honestly, now that I'm saying it, that is honestly the part that took me out of it. And That's it was crazy. at the very end where I was like, well, you're lucky it was the very end. Because I loved it. Because yeah. I was cool with it. Because I understood, like, I love, first of all, the first animatronic he kills is Ozzy the Ostrich. Yes. And he rips Ozzy's spinal cord out of his mouth. I was... I was just struck. At this point, I was like, wow, the special effects, not that bad. No, great. They put the, the five million bucks to good use. Filmed very, very artistically. Great cameras, great angles. Um, like you said, we were texting about it. Good storytelling. The story itself, not Imp- the best. No, but, but impeccable storytelling. Told well. Flashbacks, a- yes. used well. Uh, the A story, B story, explained well. The intertwining of the two, the way that it wasn't to camp. It was, like I'm saying... A cult classic film. There's a group of kids, like five or six, uh, like teenagers that yep. Liv is a part of, is the, is the leader of that, and they try to burn down this place. But before doing so, they want to rescue Nicolas Cage, who's stuck inside, right? And <laughs> these characters are so outrageous that I can't believe that they would actually be friends in this universe. It is truly like a. Scooby-Doo gang of kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but I could believe the Scooby-Doo gang were friends that, that <laughs> actually ga- grab burgers uh, if they're not solving mysteries. But these kids, I can't imagine hanging out outside of like not burning a Willy's Wonderland. I also like that you imagine the mystery crew get grabbing burgers. <laughs> it's the 70s. Burgers exist, dude. What do you think they're eating in the... Burgers. Yeah. You're right. You're 100% right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um... <laughs> They do have like they. I do also like that in this film. They're like, we don't have just one black guy in that group. We have two, but one of them wears glasses. Yeah, one of them is nerdy, and the other one is kind of cool. But the nerdy one's the one who grows weed. Oh, that's right, yeah, huh? Twenty twenty one, baby. Weird joke. So yeah, he hands a joint to the rest of his friends, and uh, he's like, "What's it called?" He's like, uh, "Oh, I grew this myself. It's called No Clue." Uh, oh, um, how much THC is in here? No clue. And that's the end of the bit. <laughs> I was like. Okay. The writer loved himself for that joke. <laughs> the writer patted himself when on the back. When he typed that up, he was like, I can't wait to sell this script. I can't wait to win an Oscar. You think this is going to be up for an Oscar? 
I think so. For screenwriting. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I'm, I would vote for it. If <laughs> I, I was would, part of the Academy. I would put it up there for sure. So the kids are on the roof trying to save Liv and Nicolas Cage and they fall through the ceiling. Yes. And land. I just want to say they were perfectly safe. They had a solid plan of just burning this place to the ground until Liv tried to be a martyr and crawled into this space and brought the rest of her friends in there. No, she didn't want them to go in there. She told them to stay safe. And like, I think Liv Let's hear it. wanted to die in there so she could die where her parents did. Mm, that's a crazy theory, but I don't think so. The way she fought, maybe she wanted to die in there because she was taking too much time thinking about... See, taking too much time looking at her friends dying, saying sorry to her dying friends, and then moving on to the next room. Did you also think it was really funny how, like, the whole Willy's Wonderland is completely disgusting and dirty and gross? Yeah. Except for the air vents that Liv is crawling through. Clean. Completely clean. Unless Nicolas Cage already cleaned, cleaned those it. first. Yeah. But then how come we didn't see the alligator in there? Alley alligator. You think that, al- okay, you think that alligator was chilling in the vents the entire movie up until Liv crawled through? I don't know. I did think that is that maybe like a subtle, a subtle joke of like, you know how there's uh, alligators in the sewers. Now this is alligators in the airways. Um, if the writers are creating jokes as as meta as that, as as intelligent as no clue weed, then I'm gonna say yes, no. <laughs> That's too thin. That's too deep of a I joke. I got it. I understand it, and I appreciate. They're it. gonna listen to this podcast and say. One person got it. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> you, you're doing them a service. I'm doing everybody a service um, by doing this podcast. Yes. Uh, baddies, we're making fun of this movie, but that's because, but because we love it. They knew it was going to get made fun of. They knew what they were making. It's then they silly. had fun making it. It's so fun. Did you? Which of these animatronics do you think you could win in a fight against? Ooh shit! Let's see. I really oh, okay. Let's let's list them out for the baddies. We got Willie the Weasel. Willie the Willie the Weasel's a lead guy. Yeah, he, it's Willie of Willie's Wonderland, right? His right hand man is Gus the Gorilla. Yes, we got Gus the Gorilla. We have Cammy Chameleon. Tito the Turtle. Yep. We have Siren Sarah. Ooh, terrifying. Kind of, kind of hot. A little bit. No, sir. I mean, because it's a it's a fit no, sir. actress you in there. Need to, you need to masturbate. Doing the gymnastics. Because if that's bit. what you think is hot. I'm sorry. That devil mouth. Okay, no, the face. No, The f- devil mouth. She is terrifying. She is terrifying, but I was impressed by her physical stature. The only one that I didn't like was Tito Turtle. Uh, was he just too racially offensive? Gave, yes, and because he kind of gave up really quick. Like, all of them fought to the death, and he right away was like, please stop. Please stop beating me up. Oh, he's kind of a puss, yeah. Because... Cammy Chameleon, though. Genius. Mastermind. Evil mastermind. Secretly, the, I think that's actually Willie. I think should have been Willie. Because we don't ever hear Willie the Weasel talk. Mm-mm. But Cammy the Chameleon does. I bet you the real Willie switched bodies with Cammy the Chameleon. Ooh, mm-hmm. and that's why he had a body that could. I was also thinking Cammy Chameleon was gonna do like a predator esque disappearing act. Uh huh. Mm, now that would have been cool. Uh, well, cause no, Cause Cammy Chameleon. We the first time we see Cammy Chameleon, she fucks up. She what's terrifying about Cammy Chameleon is that she's looking for one of the kids that's inside of uh, the play place, right? Please. And she is. 
she is telling these lies. Like, hi, I'm not like the rest of these animatronics. Oh. They treat me mean. They call me ugly. How scared? Christian, you would fall for that. No, no. Really? Maybe. If somebody was like, they treat I, me bad, I, like, I would want to help you. Can I'm you help more... me? What if somebody was like, can you help me, please? Mm-hmm. I also want to get out. Of... Please. I also want to get out. Mm-hmm. I also... Please, I'll help you. I've seen, I'll help you. Please, I'll I've help seen you. too many post-apocalyptic movies mm-hmm. and zombie apocalypse movies where survivors have to fend for themselves. And I'm also, I'm older now, dude. I'm, I'm pushing I'm 28. I'm older now. <laughs> and I'm a little jaded, I would dude. kill Siren Sarah. I was screaming. You would kill Siren Sarah? I would shoot her right in the head. Oh, uh, so you would have a gun in in this movie? Not enough guns in this movie. No, I mean it's incredible how easy these animatronics go down. Either that, or Nicolas Cage is a fucking beast. I think that's what it is. He because is strong. They don't actually go down all that easy. Because think about how many stabs Siren Sarah took, and oh. then like got chopped up, got thrown in the dumpster, mm-hmm. and still lived to kill. Spoilers, Tex. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so maybe Siren Sarah just has the best endurance out of all maybe these Maybe Siren Sarah is actually Willy Weasel. How come Willy Weasel just can't be Willy Weasel because in your I brain? Because I was really let down by the final like fight with the weasel. Uh, yeah, it's I not really like the, a... F- yeah, the bad. fight in the bathroom against Gus was a way more intense fight. I hated that fight. Why? It Because they... That was scary. That was the least amount of special effects used in this film. They are like, okay, Gus the Gorilla can easily pass off as a literally just a mascot costume who popped they out of a bathroom did. stall they all were like no that. cammy chameleon was definitely more animatronic that, that was the best out of all of them though siren sarah had the one of the best headpieces that made her absolutely she terrifying. Like tinkerbell from disneyland she's a, a satanic tinkerbell is what it was i can't wait to go to sleep tonight oh yeah uh good luck dude which i'm surprised because you're not a fan of horror films is this what? really you know pushing what? the boundaries on it no, I, I I think I get I think I'm getting better at horror films mm, because of me. Thank yes, you. Yes, you're, you're welcome. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Okay, you're welcome. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also understood that this movie was going to be kind of campy. Yeah. Right. So I I I just the whole premise of it, just from the trailer alone, like this idea of like you if you can spend night in this building, I will give you whatever you want is like not. An unheard of premise. Yeah. But the fact that it's like with animatronics. Yes. That's where I like done it. Done well. I, mean, I think the... Done really well. The purposeful camp, the the quality of the special effects really did surprise me. Even uh, some of the sound effects that were used were <laughs> a little too much. Like, I know we're talking about her a lot. Siren Sarah's footsteps. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Since it was just a normal person doing the robot with the Siren Sarah headpiece. It was a lot. She had to be really good at doing the robot. And her walk, like, all the way was a long walk. Are you yawning? I am. Her walk was a long walk. But, like, they did the every single step. It was kind of satisfying. I thought it was a bit long. It looked... Yeah, okay. It did take a long time like, for her to cut get there. that in half. Yeah, but they wanted to show off this robotic sound effect. They paid for this Foley artist, and we're going to hear this Foley artist. That's exactly what it was, dude. <laughs> Give that man his credit, or woman, her credit. Because they're coming up with some ridiculous sound effects that's making this movie campy, but that's what it is, dude. When you're making, if you were a Foley artist, how would you make the sound of robot walking? Exactly just how I did it. With your mouth. Oh, okay. 
Probably. If I didn't have materials next, how else, dude? By I myself would in animatronic, a transmission changing gears, mm. and then I would change it four octaves higher. You ah, oh, smart. Okay, all right. Thank you. I that was my, on the fly. Not bad, huh? My follow up answer would have been: I'll just buy myself an animatronic, put the microphone next to the animatronic, control the animatronic, and see what noises it makes. Because what better noises to get than, than it, the actual thing? Fuck yeah, the least, dude. The, the reason why they do Foley artist thing is so that they can record it cheaply instead of having to buy it. You know, I'm trying to put like the way you do your Foley artist is like, no, no, no. I buy a spaceship just so we can get the sound of the, the studio will lose money if they hire me as a Foley artist. But sounds real. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't know if you've ever seen the Titanic. That's not the way a boat sounds when it sinks. <laughs> I know what a boat sounds like when it sinks. That's why I bought. A Titanic myself. Titanic 2. Mm-hmm. And, and we guess sunk what I did? that shit. Sunk it to the bottom of the Atlantic. And you want to hear how it sounds? Exactly like it does in the movie. Perfect. But this is a real boat sinking. Yeah. Hire me. Hollywood. Can Hollywood, you, hire us. Can you tell the difference? <laughs> dude, we're fucking geniuses, Professionals dude. can. Um, Could you have survived the night there? No. Dead. Well, it depends. Nick, Like I said, Nicolas Cage is making no, it look easy. You made your answer. You've made this bed. Now lay in it. Um, I would hide in the ball pit <laughs> for 24 that hours. That seems like a place that, uh, honestly, I wouldn't have survived either. It's, yeah, if I, because. Nick Cage is like a sixth degree black belt in four or five different martial arts in this he's film. He's a big dude. And like with his age, still kind of like burly. I'll tell you thick. what I would have been able to win though. What? The pinball. I want a Willy's Wonderland pinball machine. I said we said we wanted the shirts. Yes. When we get our studio, I really, really want a Willy's Wonderland pinball machine. Well, you that, know how meta that would be for us to have that in our studio. That pinball machine exists. Must exist. At least that one that was used in the movie. It's at Nick must Cage's exist. house. You think so? It's got to be. How much of the five million dollars do you think they gave to Nick Cage to be in this movie? I wonder Four how and much. A half. Do you think? He got, he got paid less because he doesn't. He, he probably gets paid by the line. He just needs. Well, he had zero lines, dude. What? So they gave him what? The SAG minimum. Just okay. So that's uh, I I don't know what it is. I know it's just it's not a lot. Um, he. Good thing we don't have a movie podcast, <laughs> right? I wish he. I don't think at I some think, point he spoke. No, I think this jujitsu. Really? I think he's just doing films that he finds fun now. You think he read the script before actually agreeing to this, or his agent was just like, "Do it. You need the money, Nick." Uh, he was a producer on this film. Fuck out of here! Yeah, really. I respect it so much more because he enjoyed. He probably read the script, enjoyed the silliness, the camp of it, and they're like, "You know, if you really want this made, we're going to need some sort of star power in it." You think he's because why did we watch this film? Because of him. Exactly. That's him. why anybody's watching this He knows film. he has pull. He knows he attracts a, a certain crowd of people. He probably doesn't attract like... Academy Award winners. Yeah. But people I would that throw, are looking for that. I would throw up to $20 at Nicolas Cage. And guess what? I just did. That's exactly... 40 bucks with us combined. Man. Well, you know, the two of us standing next to each other. I mean, people... you Baddies out there, you guys could pirate it, but really do it justice. They, they, they no. put some effort into it. And and your $20 goes, goes onto the screen. Like if this was a... Big ass movie where they like could Fast like, and the Furious thirty two. Where they're gonna make millions of fucking dollars. You'll be okay. But this movie didn't get a release. They pushed it over a year because of COVID. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be released last year. Give them the give them your American money or you know other money. Canadian dollars. Wherever you are, use that currency. Canadian. I believe their money is called yen. 
Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. Um, what was your? Well, do you have a favorite scene? Do you have a favorite fight scene? Hmm. Uh, let's see. Let's see. The ostrich. One, the beginning one was really good. Ostrich was dope. The killing Gus the <gasps> gorilla was dope. That's good. I, as much as I said that I hated that fight scene, Gus the gorilla's death was dope as hell. And the two reoccurring bits of him going to change his shirt and cleaning up, and then having to take a break every every few hours. Mm-hmm. I love the reoccurring joke. It's of a it. good bit. It's a good bit. And he for some. Oh wait. Let's before I move on to that. Gus the gorilla's death. <laughs> curb stomped against a urinal Nicolas Cage is just trying to like clean up in the bathroom hear some weird noises what is that incredible all-purpose cleaner that he is using no clue because he, my cleaners don't do that no his all-purpose cleaner makes that bathroom perfectly clean cleans mirrors streak free gets rid of spray paint cleans grime permanent marker he's getting rid of it seems like this, those urinals are back to per- pristine white this is a, a job that would take days and he did it in multiple hours. products. You think so? Minutes. He did it in minutes because he That's does the whole like. building. That's what in it eight hours. felt like, man. Because I have lab grade isopropyl alcohol, and that shit cleans stuff. It's anything. But I can't use that. I mean, I wouldn't be able to get rid of graffiti. I wouldn't be able to. I mean, maybe. Would, yeah, but in the amount of time that he was able to clean up graffiti, maybe it's the rags. Mm. Maybe it's not the cleaner. Maybe it's the tool that he's using. Wow. Maybe it's the spray bottle. Maybe he's spraying it so... We're thinking too deep on this. 100%. Yeah. But I do want that all-purpose cleaner because he used it on everything. Yeah. Plastic, linoleum, Mm -hmm. metal, My house would be pristine. These kids, some of them pissed me off. Well, they all did. Yeah, they're all pretty stupid. And like in any horror film, dumb kids die. Yes. the One of the tropes that pissed me off was when so uh, what's his name uh bobby mm-hmm. Bob. one of the black actors in here Bob. he is with Bob. this kind of like dumb chick dumb chick who knows how to pick locks and actually i think is the smartest out of all of them yeah she, she just keeps to herself did you kind of get that she's yes that yes. she was faking the dumb girl that was just her character well yeah because she was the only one that knew how to pick the and she kind of like shared a look with Liv, and then was like uh-huh and then, like, turned around and, like, did one of those, like, laughs. Because she didn't have many lines either. Mm-hmm. And the couple lines that she did, she says them, like, kind of like that. Yes. But, like, the first one she does, she kind of, like, gives Liv a look. And is like, uh-huh. And then, like, goes into it. Yeah, but don't you think it was dumb that she was, like, look? They were literally terrified to enter the place once they got inside of Willie's Wonderland. She got Wonderland. super horny. She got super horny. I thought she was in on it. I thought she might be, like, Willie's daughter or something. And that's why she, like, she led them to it again. I thought she was going to end up being like the the brainchild of it all. You thought there were going to be like five twists in this movie? You thought this was going to be Shutter Island? <laughs> That's how I would have written it. <laughs> yeah, if you were Scorsese, but this is... Scorsese. <laughs> is this Scorsese? Scorsese. You know what? However you want it. Okay. Scorsese. 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 Actually, Scorsese, I think, is exactly how we should say it for the rest Probably, of our lives. And with this hand gesture? Martin Scorsese. A spaghetti, Martin My favorite Scorsese. film is A Good Feliz uh, by Martin Scorsese. We are offending so many people right now. No, they're just Italian. We're, uh, <laughs> um, your favorite part of the movie? <sighs> Killing Gus the Gorilla was really good. But I, I did really enjoy like the reoccurring jokes and when he has the when he gets called on break so he gives Liv back her knife 
Yes. And then like walks out, just walks out super slow. Nicolas Cage's work ethic is so refined that even amidst fighting these animatronics, he when it's still time for break, it's time for a break. Wants to take his break. Whenever he gets dirtied up by this oil coming out of the animatronics, guess what? Changes his shirt, wipes his face. I tell you what I didn't like. What? That they made Satan to like this weird body transferring being, which is not what Satan's about. That, dude, it's that's the part that pisses you off. This bonkers movie is already so crazy. And you have the things that you like to that you like to nitpick. <laughs> it, this is a bad movie podcast, man. Well, because the guys who like they liked killing kids, right? They were like, that's why they had Willie's Wonderland. Yeah. Was it because specific- they, they yes. preyed on like children and stuff like that? They're a real Satanist. You're not allowed to to touch kids. You're not allowed. You only like to. You're only allowed to be with like full grown adults. So Satan all has boundaries. At Satan some has point. rules. Satanism has rules. You're like, oh, I, I, at killing kids. That's where I don't do it. No, you're not supposed to kill kids or like have sex with kids, and you're not supposed to like um, put yourself on someone unless I give you like the mating signal and stuff uh-huh. like that. Like it's a, there's rules at Satanism. Well, that means these killers in this movie, bad Satanists, big just. Monstrous people, like, really bad people. Like Richard Ramirez, uh, bad Satanist. Oh, you're still giving me chills, dude. I mean, I can't believe I watched that. Did you watch the Elisa Lamb documentary? I want to. Good. I want to. It's good. Honestly, save yourself three episodes. Just watch the fourth one. You'll be set. Really? The first three episodes is just enough? Because oh. you know what I've noticed is like in the last episode of documentaries on Netflix, they kind of give you the recap in the first 15 minutes anyways. Yeah. That's right. It's, and it's if, unless you're really interested in the early stages yeah. of whatever the story is then watch it but okay okay this would have been cool of like if this was like filmed like a documentary sort of thing like we found willie's wonderland mm, that would be interesting like the office a style footage. a yeah. mockumentary that's if they really wanted to make this funnier i was thinking more like a blair witch project but yeah oh shit that scared you a little bit you blair witch has a weird place in my heart where it's terrifying it's fucking scary. It gives me nightmares. But also, I have uh, some friends that it terrifies, Melissa included, uh, that I could easily just say, I do this thing with Melissa, where uh, she's in the bedroom, and I'm, I'm about to leave to go downstairs and get some food. And as I'm leaving, I turn around real quick, look at her, she looks at me, and I just say, Blair Witch, and I turn off the light, and I run downstairs. And it scares the shit out of her. And she screams at me. You should, next time you do it, you should look at her and be like, who's that behind you? And then turn off the lights and run away. What I do even better is I don't even say who's that behind you in the middle of talking to her. I just look over her shoulder. Like I see something behind her. And then like I change my facial expression as if I'm But how many times? How many times does that joke work? All the time. Oh, she She is so. Then add the one more level to it. She knows. What? Hey, just do the. Hey. I'm just like, don't look right. Don't look behind you. Stop. Dude, I would it would terrify her. I know, I know exactly what to do. I'm scaring myself. I what know exactly do? what to do. Go like this. Don't turn around. Kayla's behind you. Dude, that's fucked oh! up. That's a fucked up joke, dude. That's a fucked up joke. There are boundaries, dude. Oh man. Um, um. You want me to do extra girlfriend jokes with you? No, but I just know that that's what, that would that Melissa would hate it. Fuck yeah, of course. She'd be angry. She'd turn around like um fucking Ozzy the ostrich and peck her to death. Um, a nice transition. I do want to bring it back to the movie. Thanks. Uh, what was your favorite kill? Ozzy's like metal nose was dope, mm-hmm. right? But how come Tito the tortoise didn't have like a um, it, right? Ozzy had like a like a yeah, that was his. He had like a metal beak. That was his weapon. That was basically how we killed. I felt like him and Tito had very similar faces. 
Yeah. Also, like, because when you first walk in, you see all of the animatronics on the stage. Yes. And then not one by one, but like suddenly some of them disappear and then they're back and then they disappear again and then they're in this corner. It was very confusing. So at one point, like when Tito the Turtle showed up, I was like, I forgot all about the Mexican Turtle. Oh, yeah. Uh, you like, Tito you, the Turtle. Yeah. I forgot about a lot of these animatronics until they show up to die. What's interesting about Tito the Turtle is that a turtle is considered one of the slowest animals that exist, right? But Tito the Turtle was able to chase this cop car. Way out of the building. Where Liv was, right? Escaping with the deputy. Way out of the building. Miles and miles away. Grabs the deputy. Chokes him to death or some shit? Like, ripped his trachea out. I'm not really sure what he did. It, That's the other thing. is like, the graphics weren't good enough for us to, like, see exactly how the animatronics killed people. Yeah. But, like, oh, I think I think he choked him to death. I think the alligator is eating that girl. Oh, I think, like... Yeah, we don't know. They're vague deaths. A lot of these deaths. Because, okay, one of the deaths was... Uh, what? Who was it that... It was Siren Sarah, who did gymnastics, pulled one of the kids into the ball pit, and then you see Tito the turtle come out of the cuts, and you don't know how he dies. You just know he's getting ripped apart. A couple of people get ripped apart. Wait, do they eat? What's the, What are the rules? Do they? Do these All evil those- spirits just continue to exist if they're always fed these bypassers? I guess. I guess they have to have like much like. Little shop of horrors. They have to feed. They have to feed it human blood, which is why they make these sacrifices to them. Yeah, but I don't know how regular they have to do it. Once a month, once a week, every day. Yeah. How hungry do they get? And if they eat those five kids, are they good for five days? Mm-hmm. How does it work? Yeah, it's a big meal. You got to digest. I don't know. I don't know. But once again, we're diving a little too deep into facts. Well, that don't you really can't matter. go too deep into this one because you just got to have fun with it. Of course. You just got to. And it's still very fun. We're just poking fun <laughs> at it. Um, speaking of poking fun, I want to poke the most fun at whoever the fuck this sheriff is. Because this sheriff is always yelling. And making all the bad decisions. The worst decisions. She handcuffs Liv, who we find out later on. Lives with this sheriff. Her stepdaughter. Or Basically. foster daughter. Something like that. Okay. Stolen daughter, really, because she finds her, and instead of calling CPS, she's just like, <laughs> I want you're you for myself. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be my kid. That's the real villain, is the sheriff. Yeah. Big twist, because she was on the side of Willie trying to- uh, Feed and save and grow. Basically and- just pacify these evil animatronics. I mean, I do feel bad for her because she was trying to save the city, much like a sheriff should. Yes, which I did okay. I appreciate that there was some depth to her character as a villain. She wasn't doing this for. She had a reason. She was just trying to save the city. Willie's essentially the villain. Yes, and we don't ever hear Willie talk. Willie has a badass kill. Why doesn't Willie talk? Like I would kept expecting him to be like, "No, I found you." He's the face of Willie's Wonderland, but he just shows up behind the sheriff and swipes her and cuts li- her in half, literally, and her torso goes flying. Best That's kill. A, a great kill. And then the blood spurts out all over Nicolas Cage's face. Nicolas Cage is just getting dirtied up over and over again. He's, he changes shirts six times. When they, when he first gets a shirt and you see the stack of shirts, I was like, oh, I hope he has to change his shirt. Mm-hmm. The fact that he had to do it like six times. Great. Great. Honestly, I we want that shirt. They, yes, I do. It's and, good merch. And this movie gave me everything I wanted. Yes. It's, it's, a, it's a fun ride. Uh, stupid characters. Uh, silly story, but told pretty well, and the special effects are pretty dope. Well, when you text me, you're like, actually, I kind of like this film. I was like, oh, very decent storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like, very well paced and plotted out. It's a good, it's a decently 
put together film. Yeah, and some of the actors, you can tell Pretty we're good. really trying. All of the actors are trying. Yeah, some a little too hard, but it's okay. Hey, it's, it helps yes. the camp. I'd much rather have a director say, "Hey, do a little less," yeah. than have a director be like, "I need you to bring more." Um, the the actress playing Liv, she, her facial expressions could reach the back of a theater to the her, moon. Baby, her eyes are so big, I thought they were gonna pop out of her face. Yes, she and she knows how to like telegraph an emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, she did a lot of live theater. <laughs> She's been doing theater since she was like a three year old. You think any of this was ad libbed? <laughs> The whole script. I actually don't know. What to do. I think this was actually a real documentary. If you were to ask Nick Cage to see if you could see the script, he'd be like, no script. What script? Right here. This is where the script is. You want to see the script, huh? Uh-huh. Me too. <laughs> you know where the real script is? Right here. <laughs> I could see him being like, you know where the script is? In El Old Corazon. Yeah, yeah. And then he just walks away doing the Nick Cage thing, man. Hops on a horse and rides off. And be like, I, Didn't he drive here in a car? Yeah, what the fuck? Where'd he get the horse? <laughs> Dude, you can never guess with Nick Cage. That guy is a man of mystery. As we see in A literal film. international man of mystery. What is in those cans? It just says punch. Is it? It's a soda. Just soda? It says punch pop at one like one of the angles of it. He and then like obsessed. it looks like Coke. Do you think he's Coke just like Coke. a recovering alcoholic? So he's just drinking all of these sodas? I think... He's on the autistic spectrum. Hot take. That's why he like follows rules exactly to the T. That's why he like he's a mute and he doesn't talk. Interesting. Um, yet he, you know, hey, I was told to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take care of this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got to protect people because that's what I do. That's what but I know. Extremely right? talented. Of course. Wow. And that's a... and you know, really responsive to the pin- pinball machine. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's the I mean, intention. I, no. I doubt. I doubt it's the intention. But. But that's, that's what, I bet you Nicolas Cage in one of his actor classes was thinking that. I mean, well, he's, is he, has he ever done any method acting? Do you, does, is he known to get deep into any of his roles? Even when he was, you know, considered one of the top. I doubt it. I doubt that he what? He fucking burned he's his He's just skull? always Nicolas Cage. I don't know. He's I just Nick it. Cage. Yes, dude. He hasn't been, he hasn't played an actual character since Family Man. I miss, I miss, I was just about to bring that up. Thank you for reading my mind. I miss rom-com Nicolas Cage because in Family Man, he was great. He was incredible, impeccable. Yeah. And I do like Don Cheadle in that as well. And I love Tay Leone. Mm. She, I, yeah. Fact I still struggle with her because of Spanglish. Struggle in what sense? Oh, that you Liking don't like her. her because she's a, a bitch. loved her in Fun with Dick and Jane. Hated her in Spanglish. That's uh, that's reasonable. That is definitely reasonable. Um, do you have see. a you have a best person on set award? It's gonna have to go to Nicolas Cage, dude, because he For produced it as well. Was, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I mean, because I know you did. His acting is 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 not the best Nick Cage acting. That's him doing. Yeah, but he he is doing a lot. Mm-hmm. He is conveying so much he without dances one for us. word. He does some weird, crazy, entertaining dancing when he wins he his pinball. To, he kills it at pinball. Yeah. He gets over 900 million. Which I don't play much pinball, but that's a big number. Getting a million is pretty standard in pinball, but getting over 900 million to the point where it has to go to the negative. Uh-huh. I haven't played pinball in so long. We should find a pinball machine. You've said that five times to me. <laughs> because I'm trying to like plant this inception it. And then in like four years, you're going to be like, Alex, I bought a pinball machine. I'm like, nice. <laughs> hey, you could buy one too and just put it in your room for right now. We don't have space in here. 
Why'd you look at the ceiling? We're not going to put a pinball in the ceiling. We're not putting a pinball machine in here. We are not putting a pinball machine in here. If I can find space, maybe we can. What's that? Why such a spiteful tone? Because I'm going to build it out oh. the window. I'm going to build a special room. Okay. In this house? Outside the window. Good luck convincing my parents to do that. They won't see it. They won't? It'll be above the garage. So when they pull in... You know how far this idea is going to get? Right here. Yes. Right now. I, and that's it. I can see because like behind your eyes, you're very upset that I would say such a stupid thing. <laughs> I'm upset that you committed to such a stupid thing. And you commit to stupid things often. Well... I'm here doing a podcast with you. Uh, who? That's. Oh! Oh! Are you really offending me? Or are you offending yourself? No, but you know, that's how I cover when I feel scared. Oh, oh we're learning so much about you on this episode. <laughs> I'm vulnerable. Right I now. love vulnerable, Alex. Alex should be more vulnerable on these podcasts. That's what every woman's ever told me. You should be more transparent on this mic. Come on. Tell us your deep, dark secrets. I do it. Okay. Okay. Not, not on this episode, but on a highly irrelevant episode. Who's your best person on set? Nick Cage. Oh, you said it too? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and I give it a five out of five. This I'm, is a fun watch. It's a fun watch. A five out of five is too much. I'm going to give it a three out of five. Yeah. Three out of five because I get it if people it don't want to watch this movie. What? It can be that. You're not finishing the phrase. Can't be that bad. That's what three out of five means for us. I know, but I like to think of it as like, it can be that. Just three words. Why? Because a, a one out of five, it. A two out of five, it can. Your logic is weird. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure zero people followed that logic. You make no sense. You Okay. Um, baddies, watch this movie. It's available on all streaming websites. You're or so obviously, mad. am I so mean? You're, no, you're so mad. You're just like, we're done. We're, <laughs> baddies, watch the episode. Rate us five stars. Subscribe. <laughs> you can follow me at uh, Christian as asthma. You can follow me at Call Me Jesus. Is that how I sound? Is that how I sound? This is it's the end of the it's the end of the night. It's I think it's sleepy time for Alex soon, right? Uh it's yes. But I had some chicken nuggies and I think that's why I'm acting like this. It should make you lethargic. That's exactly it. Oh, are you is this you being lethargic? <laughs> I can't decide for that. Um, oh, okay. I thought that was <laughs> You're a silly man. Uh, yeah, I I'm going to take that as a compliment. Tis. Um tits. Any <laughs> any last words? You said you said it. Tits, uh, baddies, check this movie out. It's fucking fun. Nicholas Cage, we miss you. Uh, but thank you for still being here. I mean, we you actually haven't gone anywhere, and we really enjoy your last couple of films. Yeah, uh, and we'll be doing Seriously. more on this podcast. Honestly, yeah. if you were listening, Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Any honor, any any honorable shout outs to any of the other cast members because we're giving him a lot of praise. But these young up and coming actors, if they do happen to listen to Toss this them. review. Huh? Tasta. Liv. Liv was good. Yes. Uh, Liv, I think, will be showing up in some things. Um, Kaylee Cowan, who was the slutty girl. Uh, <laughs> nice. I feel. I don't know why I feel like I'm offending anyone by saying that, but that's what her character, was, character was. Her skirt was literally open. Yes. L- yup. Yup. And they, uh, they died while fucking. And uh, Tyrell Hill, who is in Judas and the Black Messiah, yes. who plays Bobby. Yep. Bob. Secretly, the best actor on this set um, before yeah. Nicolas Cage. Honestly, did very well. Um, before Nicolas Cage was an actor, this guy was doing it. Before he was an actor? How old do you think this guy is? This guy well, looks 25. I just thought it was because you said before Nicolas Cage. Oh, it's the way I structured my sentence. 
I'm a stupid. <laughs> All right, Alex, sing us out. Uh, it can be that good. It can be that bad. Oh, it can't 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 be that bad.